In this week's Pirkei Avais, the Mishnah says, Envy, lost in the pursuit of honor, remove a person from the world. The simple interpretation is, the person that embodies any of these characteristics is deserving of the death penalty. It will result in his demise. Which is strange. Is this behavior so egregious, so appalling, that it is punishable by death? We don't find anywhere that if someone commits any of these three, that they receive the ultimate punishment. Furthermore, if it is indeed so, the Mishnah should have said, Chayav Misa. The expression, is rather bizarre. So what does that mean exactly? So I once saw a powerful idea from Chaim Shmelevitz. If a person is overtaken by envy and jealousy, they escape the natural order of the world. They are no longer bound by logic. The passion of kina and kavod is so great that it can overwhelm all rational thought and leave one vulnerable to behave in the most irrational manner. It removes them from the natural order of the world. And that envy and jealousy turns into hatred and animosity. The Medjur says, Hatred destroys the natural order. And then they do things they would normally never do. We find this concept in this week's Parsha. This week we read about Koirach's rebellion. The Parsha begins by Yikach Koirach. Koirach and his co-conspirators, Dawson and Aviram and Oimben Pelas, begin a revolt against Moshe and Aharon. And they accuse them of nepotism. They confront Moshe. We also want prominent positions. But as the story unfolds, Oimben Pelas, one of Koirach's original accomplices, is nowhere to be found. We hear about Koirach and Dawson and Aviram, but Oin seems to vanish. He has all but disappeared. So why is Oin no longer part of the story? The Gemara Masechtas and Hedrin shed some light on Oin's disappearance. Omarav, Oimben Pelas, Ishto Hitzilase. Oin's wife saved him from joining Koirach and his cohorts in the revolt against Moshe Rabbeinu. She told him, My nafka What difference will it make in your life? If Moshe emerges as the victor, you will only be a follower. If Koirach turns out to be the leader, you are still a follower. You will always play second fiddle. You have nothing to gain here. So why are you involving yourself in this machlaikas? Mrs. Oin spelled it out very clearly for her husband. She told him, you are being played here. You will never be the leader. You will always be a follower, either Moshe's chassid or Kairas chassid. The Gemara says she came up with a shrewd plan on how to spear him. She rationalized, Kairas' battle cry was, Kikala Eida Kulam Kadashim. We are all holy people. So they obviously observed the restrictions of modesty. So she gave her husband a strong drink and put him to bed. She then positioned herself at the entrance of their tent and began brushing her uncovered hair. Karech's henchmen arrived, and upon seeing a married woman's uncovered hair, they quickly turned around and walked away, rather than viewing such immodesty. And that's how she saved Oin from joining the rebellion. So let's think about this. These quote-unquote holy people were willing to rebel against Moshe and Aharon, cast dispersions on those chosen by Hashem Himself, and to undermine the faith of the entire nation. But they were not willing to look at a married woman's hair? How do we understand this? And perhaps it's this idea from Abraham Shmulevitz. 
The Pasik says, Vayikach Karach. What did Karach and his cohorts take? The Torah doesn't tell us, but now we know. They took themselves out of reality. Their envy took them out of the natural world order. Because when people are consumed with rage and jealousy, rational thinking goes out the window. And that's why they acted so irrationally and rebelled against Moshe and Aharon. So who was the wife of Oymben Peles? Who was this righteous woman? Chazal do not reveal her identity. She's the wise one, and we only know his name. She should be the person that's being lauded and praised, and we don't even know her name. So why does she remain anonymous? And the answer gives us a tremendous insight on how to get an effective message across to another person, especially your spouse. The wife of Oin Ben Pelis reasoned with Oin, and she told him, I'm asking you not to join them, only because I want you to realize that you have nothing to gain. It will either be a Haran or Kairach that becomes the Kain Gadl, and it will never be you. So why get involved? She said, this has nothing to do with me. I have no ulterior motives here. The sole reason I'm telling you this is for your benefit. And if you join the Machlaikas, you will be the one suffering horrible consequences. And once he realized that she was sincere and that she only has his best interests in mind, the message resonated and he backed off and didn't join Kairach and his mob. It's not about me, she said. It's all about you. She took herself out of the equation. And that's why her name is not mentioned. What a lesson into the human psyche. How to get your message to resonate. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.